Hello, welcome to Strange Love of Movies. My name is Olivia Martinez, and I'm here with my two co-hosts, Oscar and Emily Martinez, and today we'll be discussing the newest Netflix film, Enola Holmes. Now, this movie was pretty unique, to say the least. The premise is basically, who knew Sherlock Holmes has a sister? Did y'all? I did not know that. I don't think it was revealed in any of the books or movies that Mm -hmm. have come before now. Not at all. It was a super creative idea. It's funny. It's been hinted at in some of the books that he had other brothers and sisters, but they've never really... I only know that because I looked it up. So let's start with the cast real quick. Millie Bobby Brown plays Enola Holmes, and to our younger audience, everyone knows Millie Bobby Brown because she is 11 in Stranger Things, not 7, Dad. I like to call her 7. I get those confused. (laughs) Yeah, so she's a big star among the youth. And then Henry Cavill, Superman, my mom and I's love, he is Sherlock in this movie. And he doesn't really do much in the film, I feel like. He's kind of just irrelevant, even though Sherlock Holmes is the most important character, obviously, but not in this story. And then Sam Claflin, another one of my younger years crushes. I was obsessed with him in The Hunger Games. He plays Finnick O'Dare in The Hunger Games Catching Fire. And he plays Mycroft, who is Sherlock's brother. And all three of them, they're the leads, right? Right, right. Mycroft is kind of the heavy. He's kind of the strict older brother yes. who is always trying to make Enola behave. Mm-hmm. And um, Sherlock is kind of the other brother who's kind of more the fun, supportive chill brother. guy, yeah. And it's catching Sherlock at the height of his powers. He's already known for solving cases. And yeah, he's, he's kind of a probably the best known detective already. And he mm-hmm. seems young, you know, but he... He is, uh, already has his reputation. And that's how it starts with her narrating the film, looking directly at the camera, breaking the fourth wall, as it were, telling the audience what's about to happen. And it's kind of an interesting technique that if used too much or used in the wrong way, it doesn't work, but it seemed to work in this one. It worked really well, and they used that throughout the film. And back to the cast real quick, Helena Bonham Carter is the mom in this, and she doesn't do much at all because she's barely in it. Because she is missing. She's playing the usual Helena Bonham Carter part where she's kind of the eccentric... Quirky. uh, Yeah, quirky person. So, Helena Bonham Carter's missing. She's Enola's mom. So you have someone missing. You have a famous detective in the family. Who do you call to come looking for? And sure enough, Sherlock and his brother Mycroft come back to uh, their ancestral home, as it were, to find clues and try to see where she went. Yeah, and she hasn't... Enola does not have a relationship with Sherlock and Mycroft. They can't even recognize her at the train. It's funny because just they don't know who she is. A weird family dynamic because Mm -hmm. the boys, the brothers, are so much older than she is. Yeah, they are. And right when they see her, Mycroft at least is super disgusted by her because she's not wearing a dress or anything like that. She's very kind of masculine and just not the ideal feminine version. Kind of like her mom. She's mm-hmm. been raised as kind of this... Um, feminist, yeah, an early feminist. Iconoclast, I guess. And yeah. one of the first clues is uh, Enola spelled backwards means alone, and her mother would always tell her that because she thought she was mostly alone because her old brothers were older. She taught her all these things, everything from fencing to judo to... You, you get that really early on. I thought that was a good touch. And I you like explain the, why she's so independent and so self-sufficient. Yeah, and how the editing, I really like that. Just It's a cute movie. Like It's really quirky. I feel like he took a lot from Wes Anderson, maybe, or something like that. I don't know. It's just a 
It's a different kind of vibe, the cuts and stuff. Maybe, yeah. It was really it was really fast paced and yet it was very straightforward in mm -hmm. its own way, right? Yeah. So basically very early on Mycroft is trying to get her into school and trying to teach her to become a classy lady or what he thinks of as a classy lady. And she ends up running away from that because she does not want that life and she wants to be independent and alone, like right. Papa said. Right. And she runs into a Viscount on her on a train. And the Viscount is a young guy. Viscount just sounds like an old man, doesn't it, that title? But he's a young guy, and he's played by Louis Partridge, who is a British actor. And I think this kid is going to be a star. He's definitely a young Timothy Chalamet. I mean, not really in looks, but just sort of that. He's skinny, and he's cute, and he just... He has that kind of vibe. I think he already has millions of followers on Instagram, which is insane. So yeah, he's going to be something for sure. And they have a cute relationship. Mm -hmm. I mean, it, they sort of uh, play off each other and um, you can tell they've got some kind of spark between them. Yeah, it's a good dynamic. And he's running away from something too. We won't yes. go into that just yet, but he, uh, well, he tells her, <laughs> doesn't he? Yeah, he tells her. Over or or they, they realize, or she realizes quickly because she's a quick study. She sees something very quickly and makes determination, but she could tell that her, his family was looking for somebody on the train and he was still on the train. They got off the train. So yeah, it's a big mess. They're both running away from stuff. You guys can see that for yourself as you watch it. The, um, it's really just kind of a journey across England. They're, they go from the manor house to London and um, encounter this sort of villainous character, He's almost like somebody awful. out of Dickens who is trying to catch the Viscount. Because everybody's looking after the looking for the Viscount mm -hmm. because he's this rich, important uh, aristocrat, and uh, then they go to the Viscount's house, and she tries to find him, and then tries to rescue him. Da da da. I won't. We won't give it away, mm -hmm. but it's basically kind of an old-fashioned um, mystery. Yeah, it's it's good, and the settings are beautiful. This movie is shot very well, and the costumes are great too. Yeah, and there are a lot of disguises and and costume changes. Uh, yeah. So it's kind of a neat uh, period piece, but in in a modern way, right? The costume changes. Yeah, that's funny. And it is like kind of a nice mixture of the old and the new because I think the story itself and the care well the story itself is very traditional and could very much be a typical um Arthur Conan Doyle Sherlock Holmes novel mm -hmm. I mean the story is is pretty much what a typical novel would be from that Victorian era yeah and yet the characters especially the one of the young girl Anola Anola but the character, oh, wait, there's a famous plane, Enola Gay. It's the one that dropped the atom bomb, I think, uh, isn't it? But anyway, um, but the character, but the characters, especially the young girl Enola, um, are very modern, mm -hmm. and she's a very independent, modern woman who, again, would fit in perfectly with an indie film of um, wow. of the two thousands. So she, um, so it's a nice mixture. Yeah, I think it's really good, and I'm sure they're going to franchise this because I think it was a big hit for Netflix, but I think it's really good. Mom and I were talking about how it's good to have just a teenage girl who's smart and is proud to be independent and for herself because in the movie, her and Louis Partridge, I mean, we don't have to get too into it, but it's not like they're totally like in love at the very beginning or anything like that. Like She doesn't need a man. She's, what, 16 years old. I mean, you don't need a man at that right. age. And I just like how the movie portrays that. Yes, and yet you can tell they're drawn to mm -hmm, each other. Exactly. And they appreciate, appreciate each other, and there's a natural kind of mutual affection. Yeah. 
And there's a strong undercurrent of girl power for sure, you know, with suffragettes and mm-hmm. things like that, that that were in at the time. And yet it's played off pretty well. It's very it's very uh, believable too. I mean, it's kind of kind of a neat neat story. I agree. Women power. Right. Well, you mentioned Sir Arthur Conan Doyle earlier. He was the originator of the character. He created him, created Sherlock Holmes, and his estate apparently is suing the writer of the Enola Holmes books because of copyright infringement and trademarks and all that other kind of stuff. But it just shows the power of that character, that here we are 100 plus years later, people are still fascinated with Sherlock Holmes. And it's kind of an interesting thing because he's always, you know, back in the day when he wrote these books, people couldn't get enough of them. You know, in fact, at one point he had killed them off, brought them back because by popular demand. So that's a character that's always going to be with us, the detective, the sleuth, the master having the uh having his arch nemesis too you know and there were some of those too there's some bad guys in this one you know it's kind of funny uh it was, was funny how they were going after 16 year old children yeah they were really gonna the, it was brutal yeah they were going after them with heavy weapons that's too. what's funny about netflix movies also because this was clearly made for netflix is they can just do kind of whatever they want there's no really real rating system so even though this is a super family friendly film i think that if this was in theaters they wouldn't have some of that violence Possibly, yeah, but the ratings, it's interesting because it's, it's a total, what is it, PG maybe, or G even. It's, it's, I no, think it would be a PG-13 in theaters. Really, if there's violence? violence? Yeah, because there's Some no the foul language, there's no... I don't know, it's interesting. Yeah. Netflix is weird, it's changing all the censorship and all that. Oh, interesting. Again, it's definitely worth seeing just because it's entertaining, it's a good story, good mystery, but also you kind of appreciate the way it was made because yeah. it is, again, it appeals to people who just want to enjoy a good old-fashioned story, but then you also appreciate um, the introduction of more modern characters who um, kind of the girl the clever sleuth in this one is a young girl and what were y'all's thoughts on henry cavill as sherlock holmes again he didn't do much in this movie but do you think he could do anything or would he just be a character in this movie he seemed like he he must have wanted to do this because it seemed like it was a special guest appearance yeah because he hardly came out you're right he's probably the biggest star and and yet it was valuable it showed how important she was like this was her story and you could tell he was proud of her yeah, that was sweet. That Sherlock Holmes character was proud of his sister, you know, as opposed to Mycroft, who was kind of a hard, hard case. <laughs> hey, love, you mentioned earlier Millie Bobby Brown, is that mm-hmm. her name? What did you think? Did you think she can be a star? Did you think she could be a movie star out of this? Because I don't, I don't know much. We watched a little bit of Stranger Things and tuned out a little bit. But what, what do you think of her as, a, as an actress? Because she seemed a little um, Natalie Portman-ish. Maybe, yeah. I think she was super likable and had good screen presence. I really liked her in this, and I think this movie worked so... I don't think many people could do this role because, you know, she's talking straight to the camera and just she seems so confident and stuff, and I think some actresses wouldn't be great with that. But I think she's going to do good things. I mean, she's still... She's my age. She's 17 years old. It's wow. insane. Yeah, she seemed very likable, yeah, very engaging. Was. And she's British, and she never plays a British person in movies. So I think it's, it's always kind of funny to see an actor, after you've seen them play Americans over and over again, it's funny to see them speaking with their natural, natural. accent. Yeah. Everyone in this movie was British, actually, because, yeah, Henry Cavill and Sam Claflin were also... And Sam Claflin, I mean, I think he did a really good job, but he wasn't in it that much either. As he Mike also Croft. had a small part, yeah. And that mustache was horrendous. Do we all agree on that? Yes. It was all right. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Doesn't look like Finnick anymore. He's gotten older, sadly. But he still did a great job. 
So in conclusion, uh, yeah, we recommend this as a, as a cute little movie to watch with your family. And it touches on some familiar themes of detective stories with someone's missing. There are lots of clues. Follow along and um, you'll figure it out. But it's, it's worth seeing. I agree with that. And I think it'd be fun if Netflix did make it into some kind of series. And I'm sure they will. And yeah, I hope they do. It's a strong female lead. We need more of those. And there's a series of books that this is based on, right? Yeah, so they have a lot of material to work with. Yeah. Instead of just having it based on one book and then just writing randomness afterward, they have stuff to work with. So hopefully we'll see more of these. Thank you guys for listening. Follow us on Instagram at Strange Love of Movies Pod. That will be linked down below. And you don't have to solve a mystery to know that Strange Love Movies is the best podcast for all things film. Thank you guys. Bye.